Welcome to episode 41 of the What Not Serve You show, where each week we pick a story and we talk about it. Could be a movie, TV series, anime, manga, comic book, audio show, all kinds of entertainment. We watch it, read it, whatever we need to do, and then we come back here and we discuss it. My name is Melissa Wilkinson, and I am joined, as always, by Kyle Springer. Kyle, how are you doing this morning? What up, what up? I'm good. I'm a little bit sore. Uh, mm. Because I'm moving this weekend, like starting to move this weekend. I have till the end of the month. Um, but uh, we started to move small boxes and I am out of shape. Ah! Very much out of shape. So, yep. <laughs> but that's it. That's my day. Besides it, uh, it's actually oddly nice out. The weather is oh. good. It's warm. There's a. a cool breeze lucky it feels nice yeah how are you doing what's going on in the world of melissa it was supposed to snow tomorrow so i planned myself for another just complete day in the whole time and i was gonna do all these chores and well no i I did a bunch of cleaning instead because i did the movie marathon last weekend when it snowed and ended it up just like not snowing a flake (laughs) and it might snow later today but like now i'm restless i need to get out of the house so i'm just gonna take myself to the mall and like walk around and get exercise that way and like absorb some neon energy to like carry me through being stuck at home in the snow again there you go sounds good to me Mm -hmm. uh speaking of neon there's a lot of neon yeah Big Hero 6, which is what we're talking about today. Yes, this is a 2014 Disney animated film directed by Don Hall and Chris Williams. And it is set in the city of San Francisco, this big, gorgeous, like, mashup neon metropolis of skyscrapers and really sharply angled streets. Yeah, And it's about a little boy and his robot and him and his friends and their... Uh, sudden turn into being superheroes. Yeah. The unlikely turn Mm -hmm. into being superheroes. This is a fun one. It Uh, is. It's also based off of a Marvel comic book. Yeah, this was Um, Disney's first adaptation of any Marvel property. The first animated adaptation. Yeah. They picked like a really obscure comic from the 90s that nobody really cared about to begin with and they're like we can take these basic principles and have fun with these yeah it's almost like when disney bought marvel and they were looking for movies to make Mm -hmm. they were like well we already have the mcu like that's getting started and those are gonna Mm -hmm. that's gonna be like our main thing so what is more marketable to children and to Mm -hmm. to families and stuff like that and they i i'm kind of wondering if they didn't come up with anything that's like well we could do the x-men uh we don't own the x-men okay no uh, did um, they have power pack i i don't know that might be x-men related i'm not sure um but uh yeah so it was just like they i i really feel like they had to dust some files <laughs> off and, be, and and instead of like doing the comics they were just like well we could take the idea of this yeah which I seems guess. much better yeah, yeah. um because i've made I've, a... I've gone back and i've read those comics and they are not good at all 
yeah, so bad and slightly heard, racist. <laughs> yeah, I've heard they're like from the 90s when it's like ninjas are cool. Let's just put a bunch of ninja stuff I mean, in hey, here. And... Ninjas are cool. Okay. <laughs> I'm not saying ninjas aren't cool, but like there's no like sense of actual culture behind it. It's just all like flash. Yeah, it's just like vaguely racist business politics and stuff like that and these kids like intervening and i i don't it's been a while since i read them uh and didn't really remember them because there's not really much to to remember so seems like it yeah yeah. um but yeah so i just one of the other things i'll say about the comics is if you Uh liked this film don't waste your time yeah <laughs> and go back and read <laughs> they do these not seem i think helpful to you i think there's a like a newer manga that is based off mm. of the movie that sounds right yeah um, which i have not read but i'm sure would be a lot better than mm. the the stuff that came out uh back in the day at, at marvel uh, but you you had a certain theme when you were pitching yeah. this, melissa tell me about that uh, Kingdom Hearts 3 is coming out, and I'm not a Kingdom Hearts person because I'm not a gamer in general, but you are, and I, I just am. love Disney. So I pitched you three Disney movies, one that had already been in Kingdom Hearts, one that was going to debut in Kingdom Hearts 3, and one that isn't part of the properties but I thought could be a fun world, and you picked this one because this is going to debut as a new world for Kingdom Hearts 3. I'm so excited for that <laughs> it's game. It's such a fun world yeah it's it's i like i'm one of those fans that absolutely loves those games and will swear mm-hmm. by them and they're they're the best games ever i mean they're 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 not actually actually but they're the best games ever you know <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah like i'm 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 super stoked for this at the end of the month it was kind of a surprise that you wanted to pitch these i was like oh She's wanting to do something Kingdom Hearts related. How come I didn't think of that? Because Kingdom Hearts is Disney, and (laughs) that's what I know and love. Exactly. Um, I just fixed your camera for you. You finally got bigger. We're still having problems with Melissa's camera and something here. We need our own tech geniuses like those of this movie to come fix this for us. didn't do much of it during the captain's log, which I was thankful for. It did it like once or twice, but most of the time it was just like, all right, we're just going to stay, stay, stay here. Um, But but yes, moving on. Um, For people who haven't seen this film, first of all, what is wrong with you? <laughs> this is a fantastic film. I think I saw it in the theaters when it came out. I saw it uh, I actually it. at an early preview screening. This was oh, during the time you. my uh, my brother was working for his community college radio station, which made him count as press. Yeah. So he got like early press screening passes and couldn't use them. So he gave them so to me and lucky. one of my friends. So yeah, we saw it like a couple days early in 3D for free. Wow. And the 3D was fine for the movie, but it was gorgeous for, like, the short that aired before the movie. What was the short that aired before Um, this one? It was called Feast, I think, and it's about, like, a little dog 
And like the dog's impression of the owner's life as the owner just keeps feeding him different food and like dropping food on the floor. Like it's all like this man and his dog's life story told together through that. It's beautiful. I remember it. I I don't remember it exactly. Like Mm -hmm. like how the story played out. But I like I, I can see the dog in my yeah head that's nice do, do they typically include the shorts that they show at the start of the movies in the um, dvds of the it's ones always that it's with it's always a special feature but i don't think they do automatically play first you can find it like just as a bonus thing gotcha okay mm-hmm. that makes sense um yeah so let's break this down for people yeah, yeah. who haven't seen it uh, I, I guess you mentioned, yeah, it starts in San Francisco. Main character mm-hmm. is a young kid named Hero. He's kind of mm-hmm. a tech genius, robotics genius. I don't know. Yeah. Like, engineering. He's a science yeah, genius. He, he's a genius like of all gra- things. Yeah, he graduated. <laughs> he graduated college. at uh, He graduated high school at like 13. Mm-hmm. And he's just sort of hanging around while his older brother, who's actually college age, is in college. And his brother, like, convinces him, like, no, you should try out for this, like, technology program I'm in. Like, you do fantastic. And it's a, and his older brother has built Baymax, which is this healthcare robot. It's the big, puffy, white guy who's like, hello, are you satisfied with your care? He looks like On a the scale of one to ten. Man. <laughs> <laughs> He's fantastic. He's a good role model for children. <laughs> And it's about um, Hero learning more about his brother through his brother's robot and through his brother's friends as they take down a villain that has stolen some of Hero's inventions. Yes, exactly. I would say that's a good synopsis Mm -hmm. there. It's, um, yeah, I mean, it's it's this thing where they kind of decide to step up and do something. And they're just these young kids. I mean, I guess most of them are college age uh and then there's yeah hero who's like mm-hmm. 13 um but he's also weirdly like the leader of the, the, the group. <laughs> yeah, it's all of these people who i'm sure like are old enough to drink and they're letting this 14 year old like <laughs> yeah. lead them around <laughs> they're sitting they're sitting they're, they're smoking we're letting this kid boss us around <laughs> No, um, it's an interesting power <laughs> dynamic. Yeah, that does not happen in the <laughs> in the movie. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, they they decide to kind of step up, and he's like, "Well, we have to basically become super heroes, so we need to use our smarts and our technology and all that stuff to make cool outfits and weapons mm-hmm. and stuff like that." Um, and it's it's a good story. It's really funny. Uh, mm-hmm. there's a lot of just like a, a good mix of like laugh out loud dumb moments and then there's actually yeah. some good jokes and stuff mixed mm-hmm. in there too um which is always fun uh there is a stan lee cameo yes uh, so if Tiddly. you're looking for some some more Stan Lee stuff in a Marvel film, he's in yeah. this one as well. Yeah, it does have kind of a like a Marvel vibe to it. Like it's got like Hero, his 
parents are dead. He lives with his cool aunt. He has an alliterated name. He's like a super young tech genius. So he's got like kind of a Spider-Man vibe to him, but he makes like Iron Man stuff. Yeah. Um, Yeah. That's it. I I like it a lot. I'm still hoping they make a second one. I think uh, they might be doing or have done a TV series. They have I, done a cartoon, yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. So I, I know they've done... I've, I actually haven't watched it. Uh, yeah, so I don't know my anything cable package it. doesn't include Disney Channel, so I'd love to see what they're up to over there, but I, it's too hard for me to get to. <laughs> if something's not immediately in front of me on the television, I'm like, well, I might never see this then. Well, I guess I'll die then. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, but uh yeah so i i i had a lot of fun watching this i think this was yeah. like the second or third time i've seen this film i saw it in theaters i saw it i think once randomly just like i'm going to watch this film uh and then mm-hmm. now for this one yeah i saw it in theaters i purchased it and watched it and i haven't watched it in a while because it is a little bit more dark and sad than your average Disney animated feature film for families. A little bit. So, like, as much as I like it, it puts me off like, ah, I'm just going to chill out here on a Sunday afternoon and watch this movie. It has a happy ending, though. Mm. Um, But there there, there are definitely some sadder moments um, in in the film as well. Um, What do you say we get on to a little bit of housekeeping and then we can do our spoiler Let's keep stuff. this house. Yeah, let's keep keep the house. That would be a good thing. We don't want the house g- g- gone. Um, yeah, it just runs away on its Bob Yaga chicken legs. Yeah. Come back! <laughs> um, housekeeping for you. We just did an episode of The Captain's Log, which is our weekly off-topic show. Uh, mm-hmm. Melissa, you joined me on that. I, I think yeah. we had a great time recording that one it was a lot of fun um we we talked about all sorts of stuff from napoleon dynamite to central time to (laughs) and why no one likes central time to uh i don't even know uh my like caffeine with with Draws, so go check it out. It's a lot of fun if you aren't already subscribed to that show. Um, that being said, we could also use your help here on Twitch. Uh, yeah. If you're not following us, uh, please give us a follow here on Twitch, and then maybe you too can catch some of our live streams. Uh, the Whatnots review show that we are doing right now is every Sunday at noon Eastern Time, 11 Central uh, which is where Melissa is at. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, no one likes Central Time, so... No, it's good. We have the most <laughs> access to corn. What? <laughs> that has nothing to do with Central Time. Uh, d- well, I, if you like c- corn, Central Time is for you. <laughs> the, the Midwestern charm were the great compromisers right in the middle. There you go. We could also use your help on YouTube. G- g- give us a uh, your subscribe. Your just follow us on all the social media stuff. All of like, them, sh- like, share, subscribe. Uh, we're on Twitter at the Whatnots. Um, Patreon.com if you want to th- throw us some money. 
Uh, mm-hmm. But I might mention that again at the end of the show. Yeah. So um, let's get on to spoiler stuff. I have yes. our fancy graphic. <laughs> spoiler alert. There we go. Um, so from here on out, I guess we're going to dive into some of the nitty gritty of the show mm-hmm. or of this film. So if you haven't seen it, this is your chance to go watch it and then Yeah, come back. it's a good time. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's start with... Let's start with his brother, Tadashi. Yes! Good, because I forgot who he was as his own person. Like, I remembered, oh, Hiro's got this cool older brother, and his older brother dies, but he, like kind of is still connected to him through Baymax, but, like, I forgot anything that made Tadashi actually Tadashi. He was, yeah. Yeah, and as soon as he comes back on the screen, I'm like, that's right. You're wonderful. You're like a Disney prince all on your own. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, No, he's really interesting. I think they did a fantastic job with him because it's in in the movie, kind of the whole... Like the whole motivation for Hero and for the team kind of coming together is his brother's death. Yeah. Um, And he dies, I want to say like 15 or 20 minutes into the movie. Yeah, it's pretty soon. Which is is fast, but there's a lot of movies and comics out there that use that kind of Mm -hmm. trope to... uh, you know motivate their characters and more often than not it's the woman who who dies they're Mm -hmm. like the love in 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 interest but they also don't flesh the character out it's just yes it's here's a here's a person in a skirt and they are now dead and male hero has no moment i (laughs) will avenge you and then then they just don't talk about her the rest of the time except i think it extends outside of girlfriends too because thinking about it i don't know anything about i don't know anything about ben parker except for that he believes that with great power comes great responsibility that's not a trait like what else does he do who's what's he like yeah no that's exactly that Trope, but, but more often than not, you see mm-hmm. it with women. And then in the case of Uncle Ben, right, it's mm-hmm. not a woman, but Uncle Ben's also not really fleshed out. Yeah. Other than just like, hey, he's this fatherly figure that's helping Peter out, even though he's not his father, he's an mm-hmm. uncle. Uh, and he's this kind of wise old man, like, hey, yeah. with great power comes great responsibility. Like, don't do not do stupid stuff. Love other mm-hmm. people, you know. And then when Uncle Ben d- 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 dies, Peter has this guilt of like, oh, I could have done more. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and like, I, I should never, like, the, the difference bet- between Spider-Man and Batman is when, uh, when Uncle Ben d- 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 dies for... Uh, Peter Parker. Peter feels guilty, and therefore he wants to help mm-hmm. people. Whereas when Batman's p- 
parents d- dies, he's like, well, I'm going to start this one-man war on crime, and yeah. I'm not <laughs> going to deal with my feelings at all. And, you know, and yeah. then in, yeah. in, the, in the case of this movie, mm-hmm. like, we, he's not super fleshed out, but we get enough of his character yeah. to get an idea of who he is and what he likes mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Yeah. That it it is really emotional when he he dies like fifteen minutes into the film. You're like, no, yeah, like you've really come to like him. To he die. does feel like uh, like you don't see much of him, but he does feel like a full human being. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I like I I was kind of tearing up again my eyes started to water when i watched this again i was like oh i forgot how sad this was i don't don't want to cry i don't want him to die yeah like this is why i haven't sat down and watched it in a while because like just remembering all the sad parts like ah like watching it this time i noticed how much it's like very clear you were being told exposition and foreshadowing like some of the plot stuff is like kind of blunt but like all the emotional beats like really hit you yeah it's like oh i know this is happening i don't want it to happen again like the emotional beats like really resonate and i i think that that's also kind of a testament just to uh pixar it's 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 a pixar no it's disney it's just disney wow it's plain old disney um I mean, my point still stands, but I I tend to think of Pixar as the ones who are like the masters of storytelling. I I think just like uh, just like think of Toy Story, right? Just how good mm-hmm. they, 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 they are at that. But Disney d- does. I, I mean, I think they've taken a lot of notes f- f- from Pixar, especially for this film. But Disney is really good at storytelling. Like, they mm-hmm. know how to do it masterfully. Yeah. Um, and because I, I think that, I mean, the movie is only an hour and 40 minutes, which a lot of films mm-hmm. aren't, like, that's short today, yeah. you know? Um, I mean, I guess it is a kid's film, but... Mm-hmm. They're they're just they're they're masters at like okay what do you actually need to know what do you need to know that will get you emotionally invested yeah. and let's tell that stuff we don't need this extra mm-hmm. fluff we don't need this we don't need that just what are what are the beats we actually need what do we actually need to f- flesh out and I think Tadashi is like a prime example of of mm-hmm. that like if we can make him relatable or lovable to the extent that people like him when we kill him off 15 minutes in then like we like not only will people be sad but the rest of the story makes sense and they do and it's just like wow they nailed it they they Mm -hmm. they they hit that perfectly so i like tadashi a lot yeah, yeah. I like all the characters in this movie. I love the ant because I too am ant. And when I see like wacky fun time ant I'm screen- on screen, I'm like, it's me. I'm there. <laughs> Just that. Woo! 
<laughs> Just screaming, I aunt. love my family! <laughs> oh, same, same Aunt Cass. Yeah. <laughs> I, I cannot relate. Uh, though oddly enough, I, I feel like I have an aunt that kind of fits that description. She's not, she's not as wacky. Like in my mind, I see her as the cool aunt. She oddly looks a lot like her too. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's why, but just, yeah, this like aunt that's like, you're actually kind of cool. Like you're taking care care of these kids. You run your own cafe. You're making hot wings, you know? Mm -hmm. So yeah. Um, she's a good character would, would you say she's your favorite of oh of the bunch i always i always have a soft spot for ants like my favorite character in the mcu is may parker which is <laughs> not a valid answer for anybody else i might guess but it is for me i don't know i honey lemon is so sweet and i love that she's so unabashedly girly like yeah. she has a like a superpower technology purse I've never seen a superhero with a purse unless you count Mary Poppins. Yeah. I guess Spider-Man has backpacks. <laughs> a purse, though. A nice, sensible, like, crossbody purse. And it's all brightly colored. I'm very pink. And I just like seeing somebody else who's very pink get out <laughs> there and get it done. Yeah. Go, go pink. There you go. <laughs> Um, I, I, I think my favorite character, I don't know. I want to say it's Fred, but I, I feel, I feel like part of why I like him is because visually he looks like, uh, Chase from the Runaways, which is another Marvel oh, okay. comics, which is kind of a same like younger okay. ki- younger kids find out their parents are bad guys, so they run away. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, like it, he he reminds me a lot of that character's look, but it's not the same because then the way he talks and the way he moves and mm-hmm. acts is more like Shaggy from Scooby Doo. Yes. Uh, it's it's, a, it's like a mix of those two mm-hmm. characters, and I like a lot of his jokes, but at the same t- time, he just does them so constantly that I'm almost like, I don't know, that might be a little too much. Like, I like your <laughs> yeah, sense of humor. Yeah, what else do you do? <laughs> humor, yeah, but what else is there? Um, I also really like Wasabi and how they're in that car chase and he's like well you have to indicate your turn so i'm gonna put my blinker on your turns (laughs) um no like because yeah like i i like i like the scene where fred has his monster suit on uh, which i think in the comics he actually does turn into into a monster Mm -hmm. which is like his power uh and this they're just like let's make it a suit <laughs> yeah he's, he's the school mascot <laughs> he yeah a suit. yeah um but he like there's that one where he leaps into a- action and he, that's exactly what he says he's like leaping into action <laughs> <laughs> it's like, uh, perfect yep. <laughs> i love it <laughs> yep the story is so aware of what it is which yeah. is really fun yeah which is, I- is good it's nice I think that the best character is Baymax because the first time I saw this movie, and I'm still Yee-bee thinking about baby. it a lot. Harry <laughs> baby. Harry baby. That's what he calls the yeah. cat. 
<laughs> I was struck by, you know, when you're a little kid and there'll be like a funny line in a movie and you will repeat it over and over again. Mm-hmm. And it might, and it might be just like a goofy, dumb line. Like the most catchphrasey sort of line in this movie is, are you satisfied with your care? It's all like warm, sensible, like healthcare and like taking care of others. And I just love the idea that now after this movie, like it's not going to be kids running around like just some. I don't know if I agree with you on that. What do you What do you mean? I I mean yes, that is. I I guess you can argue that that's his catchphrase, but it's not like. I I think especially when you're dealing with cartoons or mm-hmm. comic books, their catchphrase is also their like battle cry, which. Baymax d- doesn't really have one. The like, are you satisfied with your care? Becomes the through line emotional beat. Mm-hmm. It's more this like, d- and it, it becomes this sad thing, which is not the yeah. like leaping into action. Yeah, it's is, not you know, like you know. um, not like a catchphrase, catchphrase, but just this is the line that the movie like stops and makes you pay attention to, which might be like, like a real, and I, it does that for jokes too. But it's also like stop listen to this like really listen to what's happening here and that's gonna get like implanted in a kid's head and instead of running around just like saying some silly nonsense line they're saying like i I think they're buckle your seatbelt i I think they're gonna say more stuff like that of 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 like it's the law we have to buckle you know (laughs) or or like harry bait like i feel like they're they're gonna say that stuff Mm. rather than are you satisfied with your care I think it'll, but it'll still like implant itself in a kid. And what I like about this movie is that it's very practical in that it is giving a small impressionable child a lot of like real world things they can use. Like uh, watch out for others when they're hurt, you know, be soft and gentle, buckle your seatbelt. Traffic safety is important. You don't think they're, Wear a they're, helmet. they're, they're, they're going to be like, fuck that. I just want to talk, talk about the superheroes. <laughs> be like, I, you see even if Tadashi was like this, this, and that, and then whoa, 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 Wasabi was like, it was one time, and then blah, 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 you know. <laughs> even if that's what they're focusing on, I know that's still going to like go back there yeah. of like, oh, taking like, care I, of yourself and others is important. <laughs> I feel like to you and me as adults, it's a lot more obvious that they're setting something up with that line. Whereas yeah. the, for for kids, it's more of like, hey, we kind of need to repeat this so they they will understand the emotional weight. Mm-hmm. Um, which is I like I don't I, I don't even know if I know how to do that specifically. I mean, I I I'm sure I could figure it out because I'm a designer and that's kind of what I do. Um, yeah. But 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 like, how how do you convey um like how do you convey emotional weight in a story to a child? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, yeah, you can make things big and flashy and super <laughs> heroes, and I think that will resonate with th- with them a lot more. But mm-hmm. yeah, like it, the, the, again, like just it's it's masterful story too. Yeah. <laughs> telling because that line also didn't overstay its welcome Mm -hmm. um but it was enough to like oh yeah there's that one line oh oh oh, yeah oh no 
There's that line again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I think they... The dialogue, the, sometimes, like it's like I said, it's like, you know our parents died when I was three, right? Like, it's kind of exposition-y a lot of the times but when it's like when it wants to be funny or when it wants to be emotional no i'm batman (laughs) and i will say that every other ish ish issue because i'm batman and i must instill this moral sense of purpose into all of you (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's a little like that but when it wants to be emotional or funny like i think the the dialogue is written really smartly yeah i want to talk about the villain in this movie and how this movie Okay, there was an arc of these. These were the movies that Disney released in this order. It was Wreck-It Ralph, Frozen, Big Hero 6, and Zootopia. Alan Tudyk is in all of these. You've seen Wreck-It Ralph, right? I actually have not. (sighs) Kyle, you'd love it. What are you doing with your life? I didn't really have any interest in it when it came out. What? I think I've seen like five minutes of it, but it was like a random scene i like walked in the room and it was on and and then i left it is one of my favorite animated movies to be released since my childhood like i I kind of divide my life in half right there when i'm about 12 from what i understand is that it's very underrated yeah i think it's fantastic but but anyhow uh alan tudyk is in that movie and he plays a character that's like he's like the king of candy in that like candy racing video game that's in there and Mm -hmm. he's sort of like this bossy authority figure and he turns out to be a lot darker than you think he's going to be it's not just like oh he's an antagonist it's like oh he's an antagonist so he's in that uh he is in frozen and he's a guy that everybody thinks is a villain and then isn't the villain and he's in this and everybody thinks he's the villain and he's not the villain. And it's the same thing again in Zootopia. And it's, I love this weird pattern that Disney picked up where it's like, we're going to have an ambiguous villain character that may or may not be evil. It's always the opposite of what you think. But it's we're always get, Alan Tudyk. It's always Alan Tudyk. <laughs> I love that. And then in Frozen, his character is the Duke of Wesselton, and everybody keeps c- calling him the Duke of Weaseltown. <laughs> And then in Frozen, uh, and then in Zootopia, he's playing a weasel, and, like, the bunny cop is, like, uh, I shouldn't act like I don't know her name. It's Officer Judy Hopps. I shouldn't try to remember her name until you mentioned it, but I was like, yeah, the bunny cop. Officer Judy Hopps is, like, reading his name off, like, her paperwork, and she's like, okay, Mr. Weaseltown, and he's like, my name is Wesselton. Yes, that is like, great. This whole weird string of inside jokes based only on Disney repeatedly bringing in I love Alan that stuff, Tudyk, though. and I love it so much. Yeah, isn't there something where you see like someone wearing like a Pizza Planet shirt in like other Pixar? Oh, because I I know yes. Pixar does that stuff. Yes. Okay. Too. This is what shows up in every Pixar movie: is John Ratzenberger. And uh, the Pizza Planet truck is always somewhere. somewhere. Yeah. Even if it's like if it's a toy or if it's a yeah, or like in, in Brave, which is a period piece, it's like a little like wood carving toy among like other toy wagons her brothers have or something like that. Yeah, yeah it shows up in all of them. Yeah, that's fun. Um, <laughs> there's there's also like in Fred's room there's i i know some references to other stuff there might be i again it's been for 
ever since I read the original comics. This is based off, and I don't recommend them. I think there might be some kind of reference to their outfits in there. Uh, There's references to, like, Conan the Barbarian, to just, like, like all these, like, nerdy comic book stuff. There's, like, a fake me out, uh, like, a, a... apocalypse statue from dc comics and stuff like that um and i think so it's again stanley has a cameo in it um he's fred's father but it kind of turns out that he's he also used to be a superhero Course. That's but why he spends all his time on the family island. You see, you see, I think a figurine of that superhero oh. in Fred's room. Um, and I, I, I don't remember exactly what it looks like, but it looks more like something you would see in like a Japanese manga. So okay. I, I, I don't know. Maybe it's a re- reference to like a, a mix of more like superhero manga stuff ultraman or something mm-hmm. common yeah. writer or whatever Who knows? i figured that scene must have been full of like tiny little easter eggs but i'm like my it's, my screen's not easter big eggs, enough but it's like off brand all. easter eggs yeah yeah if that makes sense it's not it's <laughs> not like oh that's spider-man he has a statue of spider-man it's like no it's like there's someone who kind of looks like spider you know it's yeah. it's that type of thing. You know, he's got a Sanic the Hedgehog, <laughs> not Sonic. Or, 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 or it's not, not not even a, a Hedgehog, but it's like Sanic the Raccoon. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go tr- tr- trash. <laughs> I want to go fast. Um, but yeah, uh, did did you have more you wanted to talk about on the <sighs> villain? Um. Because it, it's an interesting twist. Yeah, I like that twist a lot. And I like that this is a story about a kid so young being confronted with, oh, am I turning into a bad guy? Because he's doing, he realizes he's doing exactly the same thing the villain is doing. And he's yeah. like, oh, this is bad. <laughs> yeah. Like, what an advanced thing to put in this movie. Which is of a child realizing, oh, am I like a vengeful murderer? Now that now that you bring that up, uh, it's interesting because I've I've made the comment twice mm. now that I think this is masterful storytelling, mm-hmm. and you mentioned that, and I'm nodding along like yes, that makes sense. I I understand that's what's happening, but at the same time, I think it's also something they kind of gloss over, honestly. It- I they, think there's, they, they it's it's in it's in there for sure, right? Because we have that scene mm-hmm. where he t- takes out Tadashi's chip, and he it's yeah. only the karate stuff, and then it does the like shell shock thing where you can only hear the music or the sound effects like they're in the that next was, room. That was that was good, and it's it's yeah, it's it's a fantastic scene. It might be one of my favorites mm-hmm. of the film but i i i don't know if they really spell out exactly that he's becoming a villain <laughs> it's just like it's the scene he's kind of lashing out 
but you're absolutely right though it's like yeah he's doing the same thing the villain is we just don't necessarily know it right away yeah Uh, and then yeah once it kind of all falls in and once he once it all kind of falls in that oh yeah he is doing that by that time he knows it and he's trying to fix it Mm mm-hmm I think they put enough of that in the movie for what the movie is. Yeah. Like, it is still, like, a family-friendly action adventure. And I feel like to put more of that in there would kind of, like, take it in a different direction. I think there's just enough of it. I think you can tell, even if they don't, like, make a point of it, that Hero kind of sees that's what's happening. Yeah. And then, of course, corrects himself. I think I think it was handled appropriately. Yeah, because then there's the scene when he's actually confronting Professor, whatever his name was, Callahan. Callahan. Um, that that yeah, like the the scene where it becomes apparent that he's like he's out for revenge. Uh, well, I guess it becomes apparent when Fred says it literally. This it's is a, a revenge, revenge story. story. Yeah, but. The the scene where they're confronting him at the end, I, I forget exactly what he says, but he like it's so, something about the like, hey, like I'm I'm experiencing loss, like I lost my daughter here, and then I, I, I mm-hmm. again don't remember exactly what Hero says, but it's along the lines of like, you idiot, I do know what, <laughs> what that. <laughs> he feels like because you let my brother die yeah. you know like son of a bitch god damn like oh. and it like i mean that's not what he says but you and you also think about the destruction of property which is way further down the list than the descri- destruction of human life but callahan blows up like his campus building like he created that like department of robotics or whatever at the university and he blows up the building to lead him to then blow up. Well, you're kind of like stabbing out one eye in order to take out the other eye. Like you could have just both had eyes. Like (laughs) it's not a one, it's not an this and then that it's like, no, you made the first thing happen to begin with. Like if, if he was a little (laughs) bit smarter, like if if he was a little, little bit smarter, he could have been like hey there are some safety regulation that we have to deal with at this building we need to Mm -hmm. rent out another building and that way when he blows it up it's not his own building right (laughs) like let's just rent the convention center down downtown you know (laughs) Mm -hmm. um speaking of being smarter let's talk about the and kind of the end but the sad moment of this yeah. film when hero goes into this portal to save yeah. abigail professor callahan's daughter and hero mm-hmm. gets hit by the, the 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 big thing and his his thrusters aren't working mm-hmm. by the end of the movie like it kind of becomes a moot point which kind of undermines it, but at the same time, like I feel like th- they could have like he uses his rocket fist to like boost them off, and then yeah, like 
Baymax stays there. Why mm-hmm. didn't he just do the fist on himself and then they all just go back that way? Like, I don't I, I don't know. I'm not a scientist. I, mean, I know that robot is smarter than me, so I trust what the robot does. I mean, yeah, and again, at the end of the day, it's a moot point. He can just remake him as mm-hmm. he did. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, he, he's just a robot, <laughs> you know? But, like, it's just like, why didn't, why didn't you just... Put it on yourself, and then you all could have gone back. Like that makes no sense to. There's, there to must me. be some sort of physics logic to it. Like we can't grasp as arts but then people. He can sit there with his hand, and he can steer it with the other hand. You know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. Anyways, uh, when to when um, hero is programming. Baymax to know all the kung fu moves mm-hmm. and then he and then Baymax refuses to kill Callahan I think before they know who it is maybe it might just be the man in the mask at that point but and he wants to take the Tadashi chip out and make Baymax like just a fighting force so that yeah. he will take down the villain it reminded me of the Iron Giant when the Iron Giant's like no not a gun another sad movie I'm like, I wish that was, that's like a warning for like other robots from the Iron Giant on down. Like, hey, other robots, don't be guns. It was didn't work for me. Iron Giant. Well, he's not a gun. DreamWorks? Oh, Iron Giant was, no, I think it might have been like 20th Century Fox or like, War- no, it was Warner Brothers. I think Warner it was Brothers. Warner okay. Brothers because they used to play it all the time on Cartoon Network. And it was made in like '99 or something like that. Yeah, Good yeah, film. that is, yeah, fantastic film. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they should be like a robot of Avengers, Iron Giant, Baymax, Optimus. You know. <laughs> <laughs> They're all there. Wally, Data, <laughs> all of them. Um. Yeah, I, 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 I love this film. A lot. This I'm super is, ha- happy that this is going to be in Kingdom it's, Hearts. It's going to be such a good world to play around with. Like, that's the one thing I wish this movie had a little tiny touch more of is just that city they're in. Because yeah. they spend a lot of time, like, in, like, Hero's house or out in, like, you know, the abandoned old research facility like just be out on the street more. I want them to be like street level heroes, just fighting crime all over the place, like a Spider Man or a Luke Cage or something. Yeah. Just so I can see more of the city. Yeah. I I I think we'll get to see more of the city in the game. Um, but that's the thing. Like that I'm I I like all I can do is sit here and speculate of like what is mm-hmm. San Francisco gonna be like in the game? Because often yeah. oftentimes in the Kingdom Hearts. games they try and stick to the story Mm -hmm. or or or, or, or like hey what what would happen if the story of this disney world was happening but got interrupted by or just has the addition of these characters Mm -hmm. right like you go to Peter Pan's world. Wendy's been kidnapped. You need to go yeah. save her. You need to go fight Captain Hook. All of that stuff, you know. And so I'm, I'm wondering where, like, is Tadashi gonna be alive? 
is oh, somehow nice. is somehow the the heartless in the game going to be what causes the explosion oh. in the thing is is Tadashi going to be dead already? Are these guys going to be heroes already? And we we just like the heartless are now invading their mm-hmm. world. Who knows? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. That's something that I think about a lot. But we don't mm-hmm. have to t- talk about that because that's no, I was a ho- whole another conversation. Uh, no, I was I'm hoping sure. you'd talk about it because I picked this like you know kind of as a a service to you like oh you're going to be playing this soon enough let's rewatch the movie again and then i can talk about disney nerd stuff i wanted you to also talk about your nerd stuff so yeah i I like hearing your ideas about how this can be like gamified yeah i i can see stuff with the nanobots doing like i i I don't remember if they've really said who's gonna be your partner in that world or if you're really gonna have one i'm not sure because oftentimes when you go to one of the other disney worlds they join your party uh Mm -hmm. so instead of you donald and goofy it's like i'm gonna substitute goofy for aladdin Mm-hmm. And then you know it's Aladdin and Donald and Sohohohora. So I don't know if you, we get Bayamax in in this, and he's your healthcare companion, and I he's like, <laughs> which would be fantastic. Uh, but then it's like they have so many other good characters. Like, what if Wasabi gets to uh, join your party? That'd be super cool. Yeah. Um. I hope you can pick know. from all of them. Yeah, or like each one joins your party for a short amount of t- time. Like you have to go on a mission with with each of them or something. That that might be neat. But um, yeah, yeah. Like I I think San Francisco would be a place that something like the Heartless would fit into really easily. Just these mm-hmm. like weird looking bad guys some of them yeah. look like demon kind of things so some of them look like weird toys or Ooh. digital who knows what you know um but but yeah i mean that's the thing i i don't know if it's the thing that someone else has stolen the nanobots and we need to help them get them back yeah or it's something else who knows? We have to go shut down illegal bot fights. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Bot fighting minigame. I loved the bot fighting at the very beginning of the movie. And yeah, it's, it's great. such good world building. It's the tiniest touch, but it adds so much depth to the thing that the woman who's kind of uh, organizing the whole thing has an eye patch. Like... You've put that eye patch on her. The story just got ten times better somehow. Like <laughs> she's more fleshed out of a character. Like the stakes are higher in the subtlest way. I like this. Right now I'm so hungry. <laughs> oh, I want a steak. <laughs> we just got completely derailed by food. <laughs> This is why I didn't I didn't even watch the feast short when I watched this movie because I'm like, Neither I don't have this food yeah. in my house. I'm not even gonna torture myself with it. Man, I can go outside today. <laughs> outside to where steak is. Man, I can go outside today. <laughs> <laughs> a- anyways, um Yeah. Did did you have anything else that was j- jumping out to you about this film that you wanted to talk about? Um, 
you probably don't want to hear me talk about how much I love Honey Lemon's clothes. <laughs> I think that was the Go only thing it. I wrote down that we didn't I, cover. I, I no, like... I just love them. I, 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 I don't have like detailed specific fashion criticism. I just love them. So let's let's talk about the team really, really fast. Yeah. And just like each each individual member. I guess we don't have to go in depth, but just like mm-hmm. I yeah, the the team is kind of a weird mix of people, which yeah. I like. But you, go ahead. No, you know what I really like about it is that they're all geniuses. Yeah. And Fred is just a normal man, but that doesn't. I like impact... science. <laughs> Invisible sandwich. <laughs> like that doesn't right. impact how the other people think of him. Like his teammates, like He's do not think any less of, of them. The they t- don't team, treat yeah. him differently at all. Like, and I thought that was really nice. Well, that it's... despite being on such a completely different level than everybody else. Like they treat him just the same. It's it's a weird thing because like I, so I'm I'm also the kind of person that I've not kept up with anyone from high school or anyone oh. I knew in college. Um, I just can't can't be bothered. Um, but it was like we we had some smaller classes and being in art school, it was like studios so we would go in there and just like hang out and make art and stuff you know Mm -hmm. uh there might be some kind of a workshop for like the first hour thing like oh here's how you do this thing but the rest of it was just like okay just work on your stuff you know um and so it's not the exact same as like a science lab but i kind of know that environment where you can just kind of show up there and just start Mm -hmm. working on your own thing None of us were ever really that close friends. Aww. So, mm-hmm. like, that's kind of weird for me to see. Like, we jo- we jo- jo- we joked around some, especially when we had to work on, like, group projects. And, like, okay, mm-hmm. we'll all meet at your, your house and we'll order pizza. And it's like, oh, I didn't know you were a big Metal Gear Solid fan. I like those games, t- too hideo kojima forever you know um but yeah like once it, it, it you know like at the end of the day i don't think we would say we were friends yeah which is kind of weird to see in this film but i like it yeah i like that they're all so closely bonded like and they've all got their own thing that they're working on but they're all supportive of each other it's a very good team dynamic <clears throat> and I'm really excited that there is this TV show whenever I should be able to sit down and actually locate it for myself and watch it. Really, I'm just waiting for everything to hit that Disney Plus streaming service, and then I'm going to catch up on years of oh, back man. cartoons. Yeah. But I like their team dynamic, and I want to learn more about their dynamic to each other because it's all of them kind of as a mass to hero and like – you know, is like Wasabi closer friends with Honey than he is with Gogo? Like, let's learn a little bit more about them individually and not as a collective group of friends. Yeah, yeah. Hope, hopefully, if they if they make a sequel mm-hmm. to this, we can kind of explore the team yeah. dynamic. I'd also really more. like to see if Hero has any friends his own age. <laughs> He's too smart for them. <laughs> Like, uh, do you remember that show Smart Guy? Yes. <laughs> None of his friends were his age. 
Um, but but yeah, so the one that I thought that stood well, I I guess besides Fred, Honey Lemon was the one that I felt like didn't fit the most. Like she's she's more of the like the hippie stereotype. She is the least like a traditional scientist. At, at, like yeah. Like Wasabi's like very particular and very detail oriented and like Gogo is like very competitive and also like very focused and Honey's just like sweet and bubbly and like Yeah, well, you was- see the Wasabi is more the like practical technology yeah let's let's do something that can actually advance our everyday lives along with tadashi um and gogo is more of the like future tech like let's make something that looks cool you know yeah uh and then honey lemon is just like it it, like I, i i don't want to i i i i guess put her in a box and like down her but <laughs> yeah to me in my mind if i'm just going off stereotypes she's the hippie she's making makeup like is is what i think like she you know she's experimenting with color and like these different chemical c- c- like sure there's tons of m- 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 medical stuff but yeah, yeah, yeah you 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 mentioned like she's the most just unabashedly girly one yeah and so I I know what she's doing is not makeup, but just <laughs> it, because it's so colorful, because because she's so happy and yeah. like just happy go lucky, like that's kind of what I equate it to. She's definitely sense? the Daphne of the group. Yeah, and oh, I I man, like makeup technology is definitely a thing. Yeah, like I think. Me as a makeup wearer, I'm very excited to see her go in to be like, okay, here's super soft lip stain that you can keep on your lips for 24 hours, but also yeah. it removes very easily, but only when you want it to, and it won't come off when you eat a burger. Like, that's the science I need more than I need a really fast bike. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or or just how do you make in, in artificial intelligence that does it for you? Mm. Or, or or like those lush bath bombs, but one for your face. Oh yeah, because like, she has the like exploding, and she has all the pink stuff oh, on her man. face. Like, what if she has one that you can like explode it, and just like your makeup is done, oh. and it's all in the right parts. It all knows where to go. That that would be neat. Yeah. That'd be neat. But 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 yeah, just like compared to the rest of them, she kind of seems out of place to me. Even though I know she's not. <laughs> she's she's a new kind of scientist. Yeah. For a new a new kind of world. A, a glamorous, glamorous world. There you go. <laughs> it's good. I I like the team. Mm-hmm. And then what there's would you... Fred. <laughs> yeah, and then there's Fred. <laughs> What would you recommend to people who like this movie? Um, It's probably an emerald. Uh, I would recommend Runaways. Okay. I mentioned, I think, closer to the start of the show. It is also a Marvel comic book focusing on children. Uh, It is one of my absolute favorite comics. Um, It it is fantastic. It's a really simple 
premise that when you're a young teenager, you often feel like your parents are the bad g- 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 guys. They're not letting you go to the party. They're not letting <laughs> you date that cute boy. They're not let you know, all of that stuff. It's just like, ugh, my parents are the worst. They're <laughs> bad guys. They won't let me do anything. But the premise of that comic is what if your parents actually were super villains and so a bunch of these kids uh whose parents has this like once a year annual meeting um, (laughs) and yeah i i I did air quotes there uh so these this like group of kids are all hanging out none of them want to be there they don't like each other and stuff like that they they decide to go spy on their parents and they find out they're super villains. And so they're like, oh shit, we got to run away because we don't want, like, our, our parents are evil, you know? <laughs> like, we, we need to run away. And so that's what they do and they decide to fight back. Um, one of them is super smart. One of them um, finds out that their parents uh, for her 18th birthday was going to give her a pet velociraptor that she has a mental link to so she can like control it with her mind one turns out to be a magic user so she can cast spells and stuff one uh it has the the x gene the mutant x gene um and so yeah there's all all sorts of stuff. It's neat. They're a fantastic team. There's also a Hulu show. Um, and yeah. season one is fantastic. I have not watched season two yet. It came out at the end of 2018. But it is like my favorite <laughs> comic book. It, it, it's amazing. So good. Awesome. Yeah. So one day that might be on the, the review show in some way, shape or form. We shall see. We I'd, shall see. I'd like to cover it because, like, there's so much superhero stuff I need to catch up on. Yeah. <laughs> like, I know the movies and then everything outside the movies. Like, no, I really had to sit down and make a point about that because I just know it in the broadest terms. Yes. One more thing I would uh-huh. recommend. Uh, this movie, I, I, I don't know if they wrote it. I know they developed the characters and the idea of it. Uh, Man of action is kind of like an idea house they uh-huh. they write scripts they develop characters and stories and all that stuff and uh they work on a bunch of ca- cartoons and comics and stuff like that it's one of my like dream j- 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 jobs like i would love to just come up with ideas for comics and stories and stuff like that that'd be so sweet um but one of the other big hits that they created was uh ben 10 yes okay they i made, remember that they made ben 10 i love that show that show is one of my favorite cartoons it is so good um but i would recommend that as well it's about this young kid who gets this watch uh from a- outer space i guess it's not really a watch but it looks like one uh mm-hmm. and he has the ability to change shapes into 10 different aliens and each has their own skill set and so he's like a super hero in his own right and it's 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 a neat it's a lot a lot of fun so highly recommend that 
cartoon as well. <laughs> I would. Okay. If you like a fun, whimsical adventure story set in a really cool city mm-hmm. about a bunch of young geniuses building stuff together, may I suggest to you Phineas and Ferb. There you go. Okay. Which is a Disney Channel cartoon from a couple years ago. It like ran for a decent amount of time. It was really popular and I adore it legitimately, non-ironically. It is one of my favorite television shows. <laughs> like I'm not kidding you. I've it's never very seen it. very good. It's hysterical. And like it's a musical comedy and there's a musical nice. number in every episode. No wonder you like it so much. <laughs> It's a musical show. I mean, it's not so much like we're going to stop and do a song and dance number. Sometimes it'll just be like a Suddenly song. Seymour. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it'll just be like a song over like a montage or something. But it's all this incredible original music. It's so funny. And that's also got like really neat inventions from all the kids. And it's an interesting mix of kids. Yeah. Like there's Phineas and Ferb are traditional mechanical geniuses they have another friend who's a genius a lot like them but he's a lot more like focused and book smart and they're like no just have fun with it and then there's uh a girl who's like a scout leader and so she just has a little bit of knowledge about everything because she's got all these merit badges and then there's the bully but it turns out he's like super philosophical and intellectual like there's a bit (laughs) In one, there's a bit in like the TV movie they had where he just has philosopher trading cards and he's like trying to get the other nerd kid to like trade with him. Like, okay, I'll give you, you know, two John Locks or Sartre, sucker, what a bad trade or something like that. <laughs> yes, yeah, I like, love it. It's, it's so good. I love it. Mm-hmm. Anything else you want to recommend? Uh, one final thing. There's a scene in this movie where Hero and Baymax go flying around the city and it's Mm -hmm. cool. But I'm like, you're not the flying scene from How to Train Your Dragon. And you're never going to be the flying scene from How to Train Your Dragon. So why not just go watch How to Train Your Dragon again? Yeah, though I might argue How to Train Your Dragon, I feel like has kind of overstayed its welcome. Maybe. Maybe I think, is this I think a, they're beautiful. It's it's a great film. I love that first one, but as they went on, I was just like, "There's more of this." Okay, and I, I haven't I, seen I think the, TV. the third one is coming mm-hmm. out now. I think I think that'll put a button on it. I've not watched that TV show they had, but the two movies are incredible, otherworldly. <laughs> But yeah, I, I I do like that first one, and I think that flying around scene in How to yeah. Train Your Dragon is a good good call on like mm-hmm. hey, if you if you like that stuff instead of Watch. How to Train Your Robot <laughs> or How to Program Your Robot. <laughs> how to program your brother's robot yeah. that's now your best friend. You can watch How to Train Your Dragon. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. Um, let's see. If you guys liked this show, patreon.com yeah, slash Patreon, throw guys. us a dollar. Maybe we can fix Melissa's ca- camera finally. Who knows? That would be nice. That I don't know nice. how to fix it myself. Um, yeah, if, if, if you guys like this show or the ca- ca- Captain's Log or 
any of the shows that we do here at the whatnots your support uh will absolutely help uh christine reese i believe is her last name i'm I'm, I'm i'm hoping i'm pronouncing your last name right um but uh, she joined us recently at the $5 level. Hot dang. Uh, and if you want to get a shout out on some of our episodes Whoa, as yes. well, join us at the $5 level. We will thank Come you. Come on, friends. Personally. Be our friends. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, the m- 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 money we get from Patre- Patreon goes right back into helping make these shows paying for domain names and space and all of that mm-hmm. stuff so uh we could absolutely use your help uh that being said let's get on to pitches for this next yes, week it's I'm my excited. turn what my have you got for me kyle stuff. so i did not do a theme you did a theme this past i like week, themes <laughs> and i did not do a theme let me pull up my notes here because i have them written down uh cool Pitch number one mm-hmm. is, I guess it you could call it an anime. It's one of those weird things that I used to be very particular about. No, anime comes from Japan. Okay. It's not American. But this is an anime. It is the first American anime imported to Japan. Uh, and like done with a full cast there. This is Ruby season oh. one. Uh, I'm a big fan of Rooster Teeth. Yes. And some of the stuff that they do, I'm super excited for Genlock, which is coming out very shortly. But the um, first anime that they made was Ruby, spelled R W B Y, stands for red, white, uh, black, and yellow. Um, and I, I kind of know nothing about this except that I've, I've seen it. I've been around it. Um, (laughs) and I'm interested. It has this kind of computer generated animation style, uh, but it's very kind of colorful. It kind of reminds me of Avatar The Last Airbender in the sense that there's these like nations i i think okay a a, a side note anecdote that kind of sold me on the show Mm it's like oh i really need to watch that now is the way the creator monty made the map for his like the world i think he was at Uh an ihop and he he poured mustard or or something onto a napkin and smushed it together and opened it up and like the the sh- the shape that it made was the world map. Oh, they live like, in one big breakfast roar shark. Yeah, and I was like, creative genius. <laughs> I fucking love it. I need to watch this sh- this show now. But it's these, mm-hmm. uh, I think primarily women. In the show, I think there's a couple guys that appear, but they have like big weapons, and one is like this like shotgun scythe, and I was like, this looks sweet, and it's action, and it's yeah. yeah. So I I I kind of want to uh to dive into that. I have not ch- checked it out. Season one is 16 episodes, okay. but 
put together, it's only about the length of like a like two hours ish. Like oh, the, they're real short episodes. Yeah, they're super oh, okay. sh- short. Yeah, so I wanted to watch season one of that. Um, season one of Ruby. That's pitch number one. Pitch number two again is something I kind of well. All of these I have not seen, and I don't really know much about them. Pitch number two, two, I had heard the name before, but I never heard the, like, synopsis. Sam mentioned it in our Discord, in our anime channel, uh, which anyone can join our Discord. Uh, There'll be more info on that on our our Twitter. Um... The pitch number two is Zombieland Saga. Mm-hmm. And she was like, has anyone seen Zombieland Saga? I think she really wanted to talk a bit about this show. And I was like, I've heard the name. It reminds me of the Zombieland movie, which I'm sure has nothing to do with this. And she's like, yeah, no. Mm-hmm. Um, this is an idol I- anime. Mm-hmm. Um, they're super big into their p- pop stars in, Jap- in Japan. And the pr- the premise of this is, I guess, a singer dies and comes back t- to life and is recruited to be in this, like, idol group of, uh, of zombies. And they have to, like, entertain these other people. <laughs> so I was like, that sounds hilarious, and I want to watch that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think there's only 12 episodes out of that right now. Okay. Um, so I guess that's the entirety of season one. I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but that sounded like a lot of fun. Zombieland saga. Mm-hmm. And then pitch number three um, is a comic called uh-huh. Wayward. And is okay. about this girl who I think is part irish or has lived in ireland but moved to japan because i think she's also part japanese and she gets mixed up in this like supernatural kind of detect not not detective story but like adventure story and it's like a mix of like japanese and irish folklore and that sounds like an interesting mix of stuff. So I wanted to read the first two vo- volumes of Wayward as my third pitch. And that's cool. written by a guy like... named Jim Zub. Uh, and I don't, I don't know who does the art off the top of my head, but I know uh, I've, I've read Jim Zub's Samurai Jack comics. Okay. And those were good. That was fun. I know he does some stuff for Marvel as well, but this is one of his creator-owned original story stuff. So I'm inter- inter- interested to see what he can do. Is that on Comixology or? Uh, actually, I I don't know if it's on Comixology Unlimited. Uh, you might have to find it elsewhere, but I c- could be wrong. I did not look. And see so okay here let me take just one second and look that up because i'm curious where i could find such a thing yes because yes, yes. i'm really i'm really intrigued by that one sounds good 
So pitch number one was Ruby season one. Um, pitch number two was Zombieland Saga. Oh, in anime. oh it is on Unlimited. It, it, is volume two on there? Did you know? Does it say or is uh, it only volume one? Sometimes they only do the first uh, volume. Let's see. Uh, volume one is unlimited. Volume two is not. Okay, so we might have to oh. find volume two elsewhere. Uh, but that shouldn't be too no. difficult. Oh, this is really pretty. Okay, yeah, I want to pick this one. Wayward. Like, I know, okay. like... Sam's my best friend, and she told me about Zombieland, and I'd She'd like be to be so mad. <laughs> <laughs> well, so how dare you not pick the one I want? <laughs> no, that sounds neat. Like Ruby's something I've been aware of for a long time. I think I saw my brother watching some years ago, and I've always uh-huh. been like, "What is that thing?" But yeah. like, yeah. I love this concept for Wayward. I love supernatural stuff. I love mythology. Like Irish mythology is really cool from what I know about it. And I don't know much and I'd like to learn more. Sweet. And I just looked these up and this art is very pretty. <laughs> so Sounds I want to do Wayward. Good to me. Wayward volumes one and two. First one is apparently on Comixology Unlimited. Uh, second one you might have to buy or get elsewhere. Uh, maybe your library has it or something. Who knows? Um, but yeah, that's what we'll do. I'm excited for this next week. Uh, yeah, should be, it is... should be some good fun. Yeah, I just looked one. it up on Comixology, and it is described as a supernatural spectacle that combines the cr- camaraderie and emotion of Buffy the Vampire Slayer with the action and mystery of Hellboy. Ooh. I like that they bill it as having camaraderie. That's a big plus for me. I, I thought you would have said B- Buffy. <laughs> I, I'm, you, I'm less you seem familiar like with a Buffy fan. I've seen season one in the musical episode, okay. and I liked all that. And it's been one of those things that, like, any. I think I like I wanted to get into, and I didn't have the time because I was like still in school or whatever. And now, like, I love hearing other people describe Buffy to me so much. It's like, well, then I would be robbing myself of my greatest joy if I I, I actually watched it. Because yeah. I love hearing my friends, like, tell me about it so much. <laughs> like, okay, well, there's this one episode, and it's got this actor in it, and the vampires do this. And I'm like, uh-huh, this is good. <laughs> Sweet. Sounds good. Wayward yeah. Volumes 1 and 2 for next week. Uh, mm-hmm. Melissa, where can the people find you on the interwebs? They can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Wilkie. That's W-I-L-K-Y-W-I-T. Yesterday when I was cleaning, I found a 2009 prom dress catalog. There you so go. So go to, go to my Twitter for pictures of of that thing if you need a, a, a little boost to believe that yes humanity has grown over the last decade because who oh boy these dresses sounds good <laughs> <laughs> i saw the picture they are wild yeah. um if you guys want to yell at me at on the internet i am at yo kyle springer on twitter and instagram uh you can tell me why melissa should have picked Zombieland saga or whatever else. (laughs) Um, I like monsters. 
non-zombie uh, monsters. That being said, if you want updates with the show, if you want the link to our Discord, I will be p- p- posting all of that on our Twitter at the whatnots. Uh, I I I need to make an easier link for our Discord. Just make a c- custom one, yeah. uh, and that way it, it'll it'll work, and I can just be like, go to Discord dot gg slash the whatnots and you'll be right there but that <laughs> that's not that is not set up yet um but yeah thank you guys for joining us on episode 41 uh of the whatnots review show we will see you guys next time adios guys Bye.